Hello and welcome to the Big Dog Random Show. I'm your host, Big. Popos is here. Hello. Hey. Uh, Hello? is there a problem there? Hello. Can you hear me? Is there a problem is there? No, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Just teasing. Hey, y'all. I got my cousin on. Tell him who you are. Hi. Uh, hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name's Sarah. Um, I'm Big Dog's cousin. I don't know. Hello? And you got your own podcast going now. Yes, I do. Uh, yes, it's called Ghost Don't Eat My Ass. <laughs> uh, it's a paranormal podcast. I do it with my best friend, Lindsay. Uh, basically, we kind of just talk about um, a lot of paranormal stuff. My friend Lindsay, she doesn't really know much about the paranormal world and all the creepy stuff, creepy creatures. And so I kind of just, uh, we, we talk about things and I try to see, um, like, from her perspective, it's, which is really cool because she's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. She kind of like a skeptic. Not really. She's just uh she's a big scaredy cat. <laughs> like she's a very uh, big scaredy cat. So uh when I tell her I like to I like to scare her a lot. Like that's what I that's what I do. We met at the job that I have now. I'm a police officer and she's my dispatcher and we would work nights together and I would like scare her randomly. So and that was so much fun. <laughs> It's so much fun to scare her. So then I was like, well, how about we just, you know, do this for a show or something? I think it'd be funny because I think we have really good chemistry together and she's gets very scared sometimes. <laughs> so. I, do. I listen to y'all show and y'all sound, y'all sound like, you know, like very comfortable and and, you know, just laughing about each other. You know, I think you were making fun of her because she didn't know what Mount Fiji was. I was like, yo, what's that thing Godzilla walks in front of all the time? Yo, I'm yelling at the podcast. <laughs> yeah, she really had no idea. And I was just like, okay. Um, but yeah, no, we just like, I like to poke fun at her. She's just, um, damn, she's like, she's really funny, really crazy. Like, we always have a good time together. Uh, we've been like really good friends for the past three years since I've been here in Yoakum. So having her, you know, she's like my my sidekick. We're sidekicks, we, you know, sidekicks, each other's sidekicks. So, yeah. Ah, bad Robin type stuff, huh? Yeah, I'm more of we're like <laughs> she's like my Batman. I'm her Robin. <laughs> That's what ah, I say. okay. I like fucking crime and yeah, making. It's a lot better, you know. Hey, thank you for putting that uniform on and getting out there and doing your thing. Yes, sir. I will. I'm following some great footsteps. Other Mendozas out there who uh, have put on the uniform before me. It's it's an honor to do it. And uh, you know, the world right now is kind of crazy, but yes, uh, you know, I don't hesitate to put that badge on. I'm proud of it. Proud of you know the people I serve, uh, the country I serve. You know. It's a, uh, it's a privilege to be able to do that. So. Oh well, thank you. You know, I know that there's a lot of bad, you know, vibes going on between the cops and the citizens, and you know, for you to step up, you know, that's that says a lot about your character. You know, that's very, 
very brave of you. You know, a lot of people can't do it, you know, yeah. what you do. So, you know, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I just, I don't like the, I don't, I appreciate it. I get kind of weird when people are like, you're so brave. I don't see it as being brave. You know, this is just something that I feel like I've you're always just, had a calling for. It's my, it's my life. This is just what I do. You know, some people get up and go to the office and this is my office, you know, <laughs> go out there right. in the streets and uh, try to take care of business and make sure the world is a little bit less uh, cruel and unjust. At least I try, but <laughs> Yeah, so I've been. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, I try. Um, I had a question for you. Um, I I was I've been listening to your podcast. You know, this is uh, we actually me and my wife Sarah we've actually been listening to your podcast. You know, since you started it, and I think it's like so amazing. Like, what 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 made you like want to you know start something like this like that's that's i'm you know wanted to know okay well um i uh i've been having strange experiences for you know since i can remember you know i don't know if you heard the grandma Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so i was a little kid when that happened i was living out in stafford i was and this was probably like 70s like like late 70s early 80s i think i, I had to find out for sure when she passed mm-hmm. ah, she used to come it felt like someone would sit on the bed and just kind of rub my back you know yeah and it happened times, but it just freaked me out so bad and i tried to tell my dad and my mom and they're just like yo you ain't watching no more scary movies before you go to, you know <laughs> yeah you know where off. and uh and then, so I've always kind of been interested in strange things, you know, in the libraries, you know, checking out books and whatever about, you know, my brother. I remember my brother used to be like, don't waste your time with this garbage, <laughs> you know, yeah. going to help you in the future. And, you know, he he was just trying to, you know, be a, you know, a good influence on me, which he was. I just couldn't understand a lot of the, mm-hmm. when you're young and. And people are telling you not to do stuff. You don't understand why. But oh, yeah. now that I'm old, I see exactly why. But mm-hmm. and I actually had my first Bigfoot sighting uh, in 2012. Uh, so, yeah. And after that, it just kind of took off from there. And I did a couple shows uh, with other people. Mm-hmm. How back? I think 2000. 13 14 maybe and then there was it was a time where i was doing three podcasts a week and it was getting crazy you know yeah shut it all down at once where you know i felt bad because a lot of the people that were hosting or whatever were my friends and i was like hey man i'm i'm gonna need to take a break you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) baby and i'm still interested in the subject i mean to the point where I don't know if you've seen the truck that I built. Um, yes. Called the yes, that thing is so monstrous. I, that thing is crazy. Holy crap. Love it. And uh, I have it where I could go sit somewhere for about a week and, you know, just survive out in the woods. And mm-hmm. I never really was interested in outdoorsy type stuff. I mean, my father took me out when when I was younger, but after he passed away when I was like 11, I really didn't care about fishing or doing anything like that until, uh, like, I met up with Lupe, and and that set everything, sparked everything back, mm. you know, because I was with him when I had my first sighting. 
Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know if you listen to uh, – there's another podcast that I'm involved with currently. Uh, it's called Mysterious Woods. Yes, I definitely listened to the episode with you, which was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. That That's – that's uh, I don't know. That always, always piqued my interest. Let me tell you, like, I've been obsessed with, like, Bigfoot, um, like, cryptozoological stuff. Like, that was my thing when I was a kid. I – had like a huge encyclopedia book. I actually still have it it's on my bookshelf. And it would talk about all these, you know, different cryptids and stuff like that, you know, like um Sasquatch, you know, the uh, Yeti and, you know, Ape Man and Skunk Ape and all that kind of stuff like that. So I've always been like really interested in it. And then when I found out that my Uncle Loopy, um, Uncle Loop, uh, when I found that he was like going out and like doing, you know, like different um you know camping stuff like searching for for bigfoot pretty much i was like oh my god like that is the coolest thing ever i couldn't do it i'm such such a priss i guess <laughs> i could not handle being outside i hate being outside sometimes you know oh, there's I, there mm-hmm. has been many a time where i'm sitting out there in the middle of nowhere hot or cold or just miserable and i'm thinking what the hell am i doing <laughs> yeah I, my, I got this nice, comfortable bed at home. <laughs> yeah. And I'm over here getting tore by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes and get my happen. ass. I'm out here trying to look for some hairy man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, old woman. You know, I'm not being discriminative. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because a lot of times when I, I, I go out there and try to record or, or do something, you know, try to get, at first I was trying to get all this evidence. Now I don't care. I just go out there mm-hmm. and the last thing that happened to me, I was having like a rough time at work and I was just really like, I got to get away for a little while. Yeah. I took and I headed out to Sam Houston National Forest and I called one of my buddies on the way. And he's like, man, I'll meet you at this campsite. We started, you know, a little fire. We do some, like, some something to eat and a little, you know, those little crock pot things. You just throw it in the fire and it cooks it. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. just, man, these things come up behind us and start howling and hooting and making all kinds of noise. I think I posted a video a while back when I, it said uh, something about trying to relax with the devil yelling at my back or something oh. like that. Really? And, uh, these things. That's, Hunt, yeah, that's were, Huntsville, right? Yeah, that's Huntsville. Sam Houston yeah, State. I, yeah. The area. There's yeah. a lot of activity out there. No way. Okay, because when, yeah. okay, when I first met, um, when me and my wife first got together and we were first dating, uh, she went mm-hmm. to Sam Houston State University. She, she, so she lived up there for about a year or so. Um, and I would go and visit her constantly all the time. And you have to go, What what is that? Is it I... I-10 or something. I don't remember. I'm terrible with highways. But there's that one main road you have to get on. You go through Conroe and, like, the woodlands and stuff to get to yeah. Huntsville. And I remember always going through there, and I see, like, the little national park or whatever that's off to the mm-hmm. side. And I was always like, hmm, that looks pretty cool. I had no idea that they – that we had – that there was that activity over there. That's crazy to think that it's, it was that close. Yeah, I, I had no idea either, and I was watching a, a Bigfoot uh, documentary, and it was showing these cops that were out in the woods in, in Texas, mm-hmm. and one, I wish I could find it, and I've been looking for a long time, and I wish, if somebody listens to this, and you can, and, and you can help me find this hit Hit him uh, up, hit him up, I need to see it too. 
please. I'll give you like some or something. I don't know. But there was these two cops. They had an experience. The uh the uh, reporter took them back. They were freaking out. You could tell they didn't want to be there. So then something starts walking around, and one of the cops kind of loses it, pulls out his gun, and just starts unloading in the woods. And, and the reporter, everybody's kind of like walking back, like, "All right, we need to leave right now." Because <laughs> I know it was out in Texas. So when I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute, Bigfoot's out in Texas?" Because everybody always thinks they're in California or somewhere, you know, up in the mountains. I always think like Washington, Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, somewhere far where we ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, I've been getting reports out in Brookshire, Texas. Really. Uh, yeah, and I've heard uh, some stuff going on close to the state park. And, uh, yeah, so they're close. Ooh, too close and to it, comfort, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, then, you know, I, I sit out in my driveway at night, you know, just kind of chill and take a drink of cold beer. And then I'll be thinking, man, what if a Bigfoot just came walking down the... Yeah, what nah, if a I'm Bigfoot going. just started freaking throwing rocks and, and shit at me and was whooping and hauling. Oh no, I couldn't I that video you posted today on Facebook of the dog man standing in front of the window, I'm telling you, that is my nightmare. I literally have nightmares. I would have nightmares because I would always be reading something about Bigfoot or something, something to the fact like anything standing out in front of my window and trying to look in. Oh, I'm getting like goosebumps really bad just thinking about it. I can't stand that. Like that would Oh no, I couldn't handle that. That's too much. Too much. I don't know yeah. what I would do if I ever saw it. Uncle Loop always talks about, you know, whenever he met, not met, he didn't, he didn't like handshake <laughs> this guy, but when he first saw a Sasquatch, like he would, he would tell me about it. And I was like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what, like, how, how did you, how'd you react whenever you first, like, well, encountered one? I, I knew immediately that I was. I wasn't shit no more. I couldn't beat this thing up or just do anything to harm it if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt um, helpless. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like, like you're I not, just you're felt, not the top of the food chain anymore. You are low. You are below I, this thing. And before, I mean, I used to go to bars. I didn't care about you bumping into somebody. Hey, what's up, fool? And they buy you a drink. <laughs> Man, dog, you know, yeah. you know, I wasn't scared. I didn't care, you know. Mm-hmm. And, when I saw that, I didn't feel like that no more. It was it was it was crazy. I wanted to leave. I wanted to go home. Mm. I wasn't. Uh, it was crazy. I don't know if you heard the beginning of that tough guy that was going into into the woods. But when I saw that thing get up and run off, Ugh. I have no idea where that tough guy went. None. Like it was gone. Hell. It was gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, oof. Like ugh, that just. I can't handle it. it. it and it lasted for a long time, that yeah. freak, that freaked outness. And and see, the thing that I did was I started telling everybody, everybody. And then it turns out you can't talk to people about stuff like that. Because I don't believe you. You know, and then my little sister, you know, was getting uh, annoyed with me because we'd go out to eat and they'd be like, all right, sir, what would you like to drink? I saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> Let me tell you about this time a Bigfoot almost ate my ass. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Jesus, please, you gotta stop. I mean, I believe you and everything, but all the time with this? Really? And yeah. Well, I would be the and, same and, way. I would tell everybody. I, I, would, I would be the exact same way. Because this is a monumental. This is something that nobody 
and the world. I mean, besides, you know, the people who've seen him before, but you know, like that's something that changes your whole perspective of the world, man. Like you're thinking, holy, I just encountered something that has been eluding the world for so long. No, right. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Exactly. And then I thought to myself, what else is out there? You know, UFOs. 100%. It's funny that you were talking about. Um, I went out to uh, New Mexico and to do a. Um, to speak at a conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spoke to a police officer mm-hmm. out there. And uh, she told me some crazy stories. And uh, first, I think the first one she told me it was kind of UFO related where. Uh, it looked like a little sun was out in the desert and it was freaking bright. She said it was, it looked like the regular sun was out because it lit up all the land, but there was no shadows. And she was calling for backup. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what would you do? Would you call backup? I'm be like that friend? one guy. I'm gonna just start unloading my clip on that son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna shoot oh, it. Oh, a lot. If we can start that uh, Independence Day War, it's gonna be your fault. Yep. Let's <laughs> see if they come in peace. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. So he calls it in, and some other cops get out there, and um, you know they're all tripping out. It's a big. It's a big old UFO out in the desert. But just and, uh, imagine finally, when she's calling that through, when she's calling that through dispatch, imagine what her dispatcher is going through. Because I know I say some crazy shit, like, to my dispatcher, and sometimes I'll get back to the station, and she'll be like, dude, what were you doing? What What is going on out there? Like, what's going through her mind or their mind as this officer is calling out? I see a big-ass shining ball of sun a little ball of sun in the middle of the freaking desert well, like out in, new, out in new mexico they get all kind of calls and they have to respond to all of them you mm-hmm. she told me that calls about reptilians reading their minds so oh, that's the thing right though that's like a legit thing yeah. like, people, like lizard and, people and you have to respond to it. you have to respond to these calls i mean the the tribal police or or i don't know what they call them the but they have to respond to all these calls. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, you know, she's telling me some crazy calls that they get. So the second call that she got was uh, there was a prowler out in these people's yard. And uh, mm-hmm. the person said it was very big man running, walking around the yard. Ugh. And she pulls up and she sees this big old creature standing in the yard. And on the behind the uh, creature is like a school uh, track or football field and everything. How it has those big lights. Yeah, yeah. She can see the silhouette and she can see the detail of like hair kind of moving around in the wind. And and she yells to it. She yells, hey, (laughs) and she says it gets into like a football stance. And uh, she gets her light and shines it at it. And she's getting that. I shine back. Uh huh. Yeah, the reflective little. But it's not where the head should be. The eyes are kind of reflecting off of its what would be our stomach. What? Yeah. So it's up, and she's like, it had no head. It was, and and she describes it as. Do you remember that uh, Marvin Martian creature? You remember Bugs Bunny, Marvin 
yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know, he, yeah, yeah. He had that big, hairy, orange guy with the tennis shoes. Yes, he, yeah. She described it as that, but it was kind of you know wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, and uh, so she's shining a light at it, and, uh, and you know the eyes are reflecting off its stomach, and it turns around and runs off. And she said it ran real fast and she kind of had to stay there and make sure that it was gone. And, and all that. she's freaking out. What in the heck did I just see? Ooh. Well, she goes to see her dad. He's an elder. And I talked to him before too. Uh-huh. And, you know, he said, well, daughter, you know, all them things that are strange things that I've told you are, are real, you know, because she never, you know, how some people don't, uh, kind of do the same thing that their tribe is doing they'll kind of do their own thing or they don't you know believe the same stuff oh that's just superstitious stuff she didn't really believe any of that stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well the thing that made her turn in her badge was this last story that she told me she told me she was on a domestic call like domestic violence yeah yeah. and she was for the rear of the area Mm -hmm. and the res they have uh, a lot of uh, dogs that run loose Mm-hmm. She said she was she was taking she was covering the rear and she's just kind of sitting there and there's like one street light kind of off in the distance not that far but not too close you know yeah and um, she said this dog would walk up under the light and then walk off walk and, you know it kept doing the same pattern and uh, so but she was kind of focused on, you know, what she was supposed to be doing. You know, she's supposed to be covering the rear in case the people run out of the back or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, the dog it keeps doing the same thing. So she's kind of like, man, this is kind of weird. And she looks over at and she just sees the dog walk up under the light and then tilt its head to the side mm-hmm. and then turn around, run off. And a couple of seconds later, it comes and does the same thing. It almost looked like a robot or something, the way it just kept doing like a the glitch, same thing. Like a glitch, you know? Yeah. Like just repeating yeah. itself. Woo. Yeah. So she, she starts walking towards it. She's like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't even care. So she starts walking towards it. And uh, the last time that it walked up and tilted its head, it, had a, it was a dog's body. But it had a man's head on it, and it looked at her and smiled and turned its head to the side and then turned around and ran off. Oh, ooh, yeah. <gasps> so she immediately jumped in the car, drove all the way back to the station, um, handed in her badge and the gun, and said she was done with the listen, you know, police officer. Listen, I'm 1042. Officer. I'm out of service. 10 8. I'm done. Oh. Here's my gun and here's my badge. Then I tried to do a follow-up and she didn't want to talk to me no more. And Mm -hmm. she was emotional when she was telling me this. So there's not, she didn't, she was crying and she was nervous and, you know, she felt, you know, you could tell that this really happened to her when she was telling me these stories. It traumatized the crap out of her, obviously. She's probably having like some psychological problems now. I mean, it's very possible because I don't know if you've ever been out there, but it's just a whole different vibe out there. Mm-hmm. I, and- I I went out there. Ooh, well, my parents, my parents, we went on like a cross country. I wouldn't say it's cross country, but we went through like the four corners, you know, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, and Colorado. 
and we went hello? to we hello yeah okay um yeah we, we went we went through roswell new mexico and uh man I, I i was young i was really young i was like maybe what maybe like 10 or 11 and we went to do the raw the whole roswell you know like we stopped at the gift shops and we did like the whole museum the alien museum or whatever but yeah like i can't even remember like like now like it's just it felt weird like it just felt different like you just like you know, like this is a place of so many encounters, so many people. I mean, this is um, it's mysterious. It's mystic. It's magical. I mean, I know that sounds kind of you know weird, but it, it feels magic. Like you know, like this is unbelievable. Way different. Way different. And then you know, the people. The people are really great people. I had a good time there. You know, everybody was really. Cool. Um, and then uh, when I was doing the conference. I was uh, I was getting people to just come up and tell their story. You know, it's like people were dying to tell their story. Mm. And even after it was over, I was getting pulled to the side here and there. You know, people just, hey, man, this happened to me. I came outside one day and, and um, one night and there was a Bigfoot uh, standing there with a, a grabbing my sheep. Now, these people use their sheep. You know, that's what they, you know, live off of. They, you know, sell them or, yeah. or eat them. Mm-hmm. So. For a Bigfoot to come steal their Bigfoot, that's like messing with them. I mean, stealing their sheep. That's yeah. like messing with them, you know? That's my money. Lively. That's my money, yeah. man. He's stealing my money. Yeah. Yeah, so this said he had an AR, and he oh. said, man, I heard something. I heard the sheep, you know, you know, freaking out or whatever. So I grabbed my AR, and I walked out there, and there was this Sasquatch standing there with a sheep. Oh, and uh, I just raised my rifle, and I started lighting them up, and... uh he said he dropped the sheep and he started running, but he said it was it was moving so fast and rolling and the way he described it was so like acrobatic that it was like you know getting away. I don't even think I hit it because every time I shot, I would see the you know kind of the bullet hitting the ground or hear it hitting the ground. And mm-hmm. because I don't think I hit that Bigfoot because he was like a ninja pretty much. Every you know wherever the bullet, he would move out of the way like Matrix style. You know, yeah. From when he just. <laughs> Imagining that 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 Bigfoot like doing the whole like Neo thing where he's like bending backwards and the bullets are hitting him. <laughs> yeah, like or it'd be even worse if he stops all the bullets and make him go back to you. You know, but, but hey, man. But damn. Is, isn't that like a like a thing though? Like, haven't people like tried? You know, I know you know a lot of people don't want to you know shoot it. They want to keep it alive. But like some people do shoot at it, and it's but it's not like it gets injured or hurt really, right? I've never heard anybody saying, like, I've actually shot a Bigfoot and heard it. Everybody's mostly like, oh, it's ran too fast or it got away too quickly, you know? Well, there has been interest. There's been times where people have shot at him and hit him. Mm -hmm. And uh, but it's like shooting a cow with a BB gun, basically. Mm, Yeah. I mean, uh, or you don't have enough gun. I, I think if you go out with a 50 or elephant gun. But there has been people that drop, you know, drop. And but, you know, that's when all the conspiracy stuff starts to come in. You know, I, you know, this guy shot one and and the body, was, you know, the Black mm-hmm. Hawk chopper picked him up and uh, MIBs to don't talk about it. And <laughs> yeah, I actually do have a story that happened out in Brooksford that was very similar mm-hmm. uh, where uh, some I don't know. He told me, but I don't know what agency came in told him uh 
not to talk about it or leave these. They basically said, leave these things alone and don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, okay. And then uh, the first thing he did was call me. So. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I, that feels kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm not not going to say I don't I don't believe, you know, people who say stuff like that. I mean, I've obviously, I believe in aliens. I believe in all that stuff. The government, <clears throat> we can get, like, <clears throat> excuse me, get like really in-depth in with like government conspiracies and cover-ups and stuff like that. But sometimes right, I right. just feel like... <clears throat> Man, this is just un- so unbelievable. Like, how how would that really be a serious thing? Like, I, I I listen to a lot of like really creepy, weird podcasts, and um, this one podcast was talking about um, this guy who had like the Ice Man or something like that. Like, he had like a supposed Sasquatch that was or whatever was encased in some ice, and he was selling people tickets to see this thing. And then, you know, like all of a sudden it was lost, you know, no one ever saw it ever again. With some agency wanted to know, they thought it was a human in there and then mm-hmm. they were going to take it away. Mm-hmm. So he took off Canada mm-hmm. and then That's had right. a, a replica made. And then that replica oh. is actually in Austin in the museum, the weird museum of the weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got to see it. Really? Uh, do you think that that? Yeah. Do you think that that's like a? Le- do you think like that that would be like a legit thing? You think he really had something in, in ice? I mean the the whole the story of it is that uh, he got it from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You know where the call them rock apes out there where they throw rocks. They were throwing rocks at the soldiers, this platoon or whatever, mm-hmm. and they lit them. You know, of course they they got the right weapons to to drop something like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, Bigfoot that that shot wasn't as big as the ones you know out here, I guess. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like man sized, but yeah, the replica looks kind of crazy. I mean, from what I saw, mm-hmm. I even took my and she started crying. You know, she's kind of one of those you know people that has feelings for you know things that <laughs> you know are living. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and I was like, baby, baby, this is a replica. This ain't the, you know, <laughs> the real thing. The real thing, you know, this ain't the real thing, you know. That's fun. That's crazy like, that she really got that emotional. Like, even for something she, like that, like she really has a big heart. She's Native American, you know. Yeah. So, so they're very you know, in they, touch with the like the whole nature. Yeah. And, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's how that goes. So, I mean, there's been. You know, where people, they said they shot at them and they sound like uh, like when you shoot a bullet into the water, like that bloop sounding. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of weird, too, you know. That is weird. That seems like that's not hitting anything then or like it's like. Absorbing it. Absorbing or it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I don't know, man. So I don't know. I've never. Have you heard knockings before? Have you had stuff thrown at you? Like I've had like... not, I've heard knockings before. I've never had anything thrown at me, but uh, I was gonna talk about uh, one of my uh, encounters that I had in the beginning of the year. Or not, uh, I think it was 2016, where me and a couple friends camped out at this one spot, and it was freaking cold. Mm-hmm. And every night they got closer and closer into our camp and would like mess with stuff. And uh, it was so freaking cold. You know how we were talking about 
uh, being bougie or whatever, it can't be out there. I had called a friend mm-hmm. to see if he could let me borrow mm-hmm. an RV, and he brought it out there. And these things came around and started pushing the camper in the middle of the night, shaking the whole thing. And it was crazy. Yeah. And I got Bigfoot buddies that aren't even phased by any of this stuff. So, you know, here I am. They're shaking the, they're shaking the camper. They're shaking the like camper. How, okay, so when, you're, when, there's, when you're saying they're shaking the camper, how how strong is the shakes? Like, is it something or is it like just a little like, uh, you know, a little nudge or whatever? Or is it was like violently shaking the camper? Like it was violently shaking the camper enough to where my homie woke up. And he saw me sitting with my back towards the wall, facing the door uh-huh. with an AK on my chest, you know, ready to, you know, ready, ready to go. Yeah. Go. He looks up at me. He's, he's he kind of figuring out what's going on. Oh, he's shaking the camper. You got it. And he goes back to sleep. Uh-huh. And I'm like, got, got what? <laughs> got what, bro? Bro, wake up. Got what? <laughs> Don't leave me. A Marine. What? I had a soldier. And he was sitting all the way in the back of the camper where they're pushing it. And he didn't even blink. He didn't even bother him. I'm like, and I know it was because he woke up and, and, you know, saw that, you know, and he just went back to sleep. So that verifies to me that I wasn't the only one having a nightmare or whatever. And then there was this big uh, dog that we had. It was like a big mastiff hunting dog. They use it to hunt pigs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was the, the the most kindest dog that you. I mean, this dog looked like the devil, like Ooh. it's a devil dog. Is yeah, scary looking dog, and it has you know scars and stuff. And he's seen but some it was stuff. Yeah, like he's like a big man dog, you know, <laughs> he's he's some a, stuff. Yeah, and uh, he's sitting there, just sitting right next to me. And, you know, him being a hunting dog, I guess he knows when you pick up your rifle, you know, something's about to go down. So the dog's sitting there, like, waiting for orders. At attention. He's ready to go. Yeah. And he didn't bark. He was well-behaved, but he knew what was going on. And uh, I'm a really light sleeper, so it all started with something uh, messing with the chains. You know how they have the chains, the safety chains in the front of the, the trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. Here goes moving around, and my eye, you know, I woke, I, I sleep so light. Well, normally I try to. There's been times where I had my recorder on. You can hear me snoring, and you can hear stuff walking around the truck. <gasps> and I'm not proud of that, but usually I go after work. I've been working all day, and then I get over there, and I'm like, I'm going to stay up all night. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so that happens to me. I wake up, and stuff's been, you know, they've been all around the truck or something been running around my truck but do y'all ever yeah, that, like I, think about putting up like do y'all put game cameras up i mean is that something well i think they've outsmarted the so? game cam mm-hmm. yeah because uh when i started getting involved with these uh my buddies the garrets mm-hmm. they had already sort of stopped messing with game cams because these things were putting sticks in front of them waving sticks in front of them or waving something in front of it what and then yeah, so then they would put um, they would face them all towards each other. So if you walked up to one, uh-huh. one camera is going to get a picture of you. You know, whatever camera you walked up to, another camera is going to take a picture mm-hmm. and nothing happened. So in that same spot where they're getting messed with or the cameras get pulled off the trees or whatever, and these and they put them way out in the middle of nowhere where nobody is or allegedly nobody's at. And I've gone with these guys and 
Yeah, they walk for miles and miles. Out there and miles. in the boonies in the woods. Yeah. Man, I never think to come back here and mess with you guys' cameras because I don't even. I we're too far from the road, and if I need to get back, yeah, it's too far, man. Yeah. But yeah, so they don't, really, they don't really. If you don't want no action, put up a camera. That's kind of what I tell people. Mm-hmm. You know, to sleep peaceful in your camp and just set up a camera towards you or whatever. You know, maybe they'll leave you alone. Uh, have ooh, so yeah. That have you okay? So you said that they like walk around your camper and you can hear them walking around. Like, do they ever like yeah. try to get in? No, no, no. They did because I was freaked out. I I didn't sleep for the rest of the night after that happened. Yeah. Um, but they are they, they just basically rummaged through. We had a bunch of food out there too, but it was like all stuff you could buy at Walmart, like in packages or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think they had interest in it. The only thing they messed with was we had a big old, uh, like a big old pot of deer stew mm-hmm. or deer, deer chili is what it was. And uh, you can see where fingers, like it was in its finger to eat, you know, taste it. Yeah, you would a peanut butter jar, you know, stick your finger in there. Yeah, and give taste them it. a good big dip. Yeah. What? Yeah, you can see what happened. And, uh, Ooh. Still, it was so cold. I didn't need to buy ice for my ice chest. I just left it open and you could hear the drinks moving around what? and metal expands and, and shrinks during when it's cold and stuff. But this, this was what happened. And I mean, it was ice cold at that time when that happened, when we went out there that year. Mm hmm. Wow, and, that's crazy. Well, yeah, you know, there's the there's thing, like frost on on the, on the grass too, right? Whenever it's icy and like cold like that, did y'all yeah, ever see? It was anything? like cold yet. It was like close to it, oh, okay. but it wasn't cold yet. It was cold enough to where I had two pairs of pants on. Yeah, I think couple. I think I wore everything that I brought to wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You being out there like that, these dudes, these fools are wearing like. A muscle shirt with a jacket and all this like I'm like bro oh, I'm the fattest no. I'm the fattest one here I should be like a polar bear but Ooh. I was miserable yeah I would imagine I would hate that I would hate the yeah. fact that they would be like sneaking around the camp and like oh that's just yeah that's just creeps me out, creeps me out. Yeah. Of, the the first night we had found a marble and we put it on we showed it to everybody. Hey, look, I found a marble on the ground. We Everybody passed it around, looked at it. We're sitting around the fire. Because that's basically all we did the whole time. We sat around the fire all day. Mm-hmm. And we sat around all night until we went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when I saw the guy put the marble in the cup holder. But when we woke up in the morning, it was on the seat, on a different seat, just sitting in the middle. And we just kind of was like, oh, that's weird. But what's for breakfast you know yeah we we didn't really care so then the second night uh we chopped up a whole bunch of wood but it was all wet so we're trying to start a fire with wet wood and it's just smoking it sucked but we got to do something because it's freaking cold Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of our buddies and he brings dry wood and we stack all this wood nice and neat well that same night uh i I decided I was gonna sleep and try to sleep in one of the tents with the heater. That was that was a dumb idea. It didn't even work. Uh-huh. So 
it was it was weird because the reason why I say that because I was hot facing the heater and my back was cold. So I was like a rotisserie chicken so you all kept night. Moving around. <laughs> I kept moving around because so that when I was moving around and there's a guy there that he kept he kept trying to keep the fire up. Mm-hmm. And we all got in the tents. Everybody said good night. Everybody went and lay down. And I thought one of the guys was. St- I thought he was still messing with the fire because I could hear wood moving around. Mm-hmm. And then I heard. You know how when you kick the wood or whatever? Yeah. And I said, well, maybe he threw wood into the fire. That was kind of rough, you know, unnecessary. And then I saw somebody walking behind the tent, just a silhouette. And I thought it was one of the guys going to pee. Uh-huh. And I was like, why would you go hide to go pee if you're the only one out there being a dude? And, you know, I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. Crashed out. Woke up in the morning. I was like, as soon as that sun comes up, I'm going to get in the Yeti, start it up, turn the heater on, <laughs> and just stop, you know. Yeah. You know, get back. I need some heat. <laughs> I can't even feel my feet. My fingers, nothing. I need some heat. I need to warm up. Yeah. Real. So I, I finally, as soon as the sun comes up, I get, I finally run out to my truck, and I noticed that nice, neat stack that we made was all over the place. Damn. And I'll tell that one of the guys, that was uh that was there mm-hmm. did that i was like that's kind of a dick move you know <laughs> what yeah. an asshole why would he do that yeah yeah oh, he, he even helped us stack all that up and he still came and kicked it because <laughs> he's normally the last one to go to sleep yeah because he's into it he'll like well i know this stuff happens when everybody's quiet and yeah it's true there's you know there's times where i'll go out with the guys and we just sit there and clown around for a little while and then we shut it down everybody shuts up and then stuff starts coming in you know but so when mm-hmm. I went into my truck, I saw that wood kicked over and I was like, man, that's kind of dick move. And then I started the truck up, turned the heater on, went back to sleep. Now that I had blood flowing again, <laughs> and, uh, I saw everybody making breakfast. You know, that's my favorite time of the day. You know, <laughs> so got up and I said, hey, why'd y'all kick the wood over? And like, we didn't kick the wood over. We thought you kicked the wood over. I was like, bro, I can barely feel my feet. How am I going to kick the wood over? I, I, at that point, if I would have kicked the wood off, my foot would have probably broke off. That's how <laughs> broke off with frostbite. <laughs> yeah, toes popping off everywhere, everything. It would have been a mess. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait. so hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you, but are you, are you seriously going to tell me that the freaking Sasquatch, like, kicked over y'all's wood to be a dick? He's a dickhead sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it was either... It was, nah, now, it was either... A raccoon or a squash. But so I don't know. Whichever one makes sense to you, that's what it did. That's what it was. I'm just imagining like this this freaking Sasquatch just walking around, seeing y'all got your your wood all nicely put up. He 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 probably even watched y'all put this wood together all nice and neat and he said, you know what? Yep. The hell with these guys, kick that shit over. <laughs> yep. I think that's what happened. It's like jerk. Dang, that's crazy. Well, I mean, that's what happened at that time. But yeah, and then uh, I I had to leave work. I was trying to stay the whole week, but my job was like, bro, you got to come help us or we're going to die. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, all right. And then I kept kept in touch with everybody while I was gone. And uh, one of the last nights, I had a guy come all the way down from Ohio to come camp out with us. Mm-hmm. And he was a hunter. So, you know, he 
he brought some meat. He goes, hey, is it cool if I bring some meat for you guys to eat? And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, you have to. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to bring food. Man, he bought all kind of exotic meat to eat. I mean, I was eating animals I couldn't even pronounce. But they, all I know is they were delicious. <laughs> That's the only thing that matters, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. He, he bought kind of a little African beer. I don't know what they're called. And and he's like, they made like little filet mignons with them. And, and he's, he's telling me he, telling me the recipe. I'm like, I don't care. I just want another one. <laughs> he had me like a crackhead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so and the last night that he was there, uh, he got this. He, he got up in the middle of the night to you know take a pee, mm-hmm. and said, "Man, I felt like I was gonna die or something was gonna kill me." He goes, "I've I've I've been hunting all over the United States, <laughs> I've been all over Canada. I hunt bears. I hunt all kinds of things that could kill you." He goes, "And I never felt scared until that last night. I felt like I was gonna die, so I just." Cut it short and got back in my truck. Oh. He said, "Ah, that feeling of dread." He goes, "And I never felt that the whole time I was there until that last night." Oh. I was like, "Wow, man, oh. that's crazy. overstayed their visit, huh?" They're ready. For yeah, them to leave. for a week. Mm-hmm. Well, they they were there for a week. I was there for I think there I think I was there till I got there like Sunday. I didn't leave till Thursday, and they were there till Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I think if you want to have an experience, you kind of got to do that. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will try to go out for one night or one, you know, one day, and they're like, "Ah, Bigfoot's not real." And I didn't even, mm-hmm. you know, experience nothing or whatever. And but I think if you're there for a, l- a little while, they start to come in. Mm-hmm. Because they they get used to you. They want to see what what's going on. What are you doing? Like what's right. what's up? What's what's? <laughs> they want to knock over your wood piles. <laughs> well, yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. I've always wanted to. I've always told my uncle Loopy, I want to go with you whenever you're you're going out there and camping. But I don't know if I could. Ooh, I don't know if I could take it. I don't know if I could. What would? What, I don't know what I would do. No. Unload a clip. Unload <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn, Luke! We gotta get out of here. Oh man, if I see a silhouette, I like I, I have like a huge thing, dude. Like with, like if I see somebody passing by the window and I don't know who's out there, that gives me the freaking creeps, man. Like it's creepy to think that something's out there and it's like and the tent. God damn, well, you got nothing but just material between you and that freaking 300-pound, eight-foot fucking... Excuse me. That's why I can't mm-hmm. sleep in a tent. I can sleep up on the roof on, on the Yeti because I'm way up there. Mm-hmm. Feel a little safer. Plus, I'm armed to the teeth. Yep. And, you know, I mean, it could probably jump up there and slam dunk me off of there <laughs> and, you know, get me by surprise, but uh, I feel safer being up there. Oh, yeah. Hell, no, I would not do it. I can't do a tent. Wouldn't be able to do a tent. Someone's going to grab me and get my nautilus yeah. and something, pull me out. I don't know. I couldn't handle that. But Or take the whole tent. Take the whole damn tent. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, there, some, there's, huh? a movie, there's a movie called Big Legend. You should check it out. Okay. So, 
if you have this fear of sleeping in tents, after watching that, you won't even want to walk. If you go to Academy, you'll like walk around the whole tent aisle. I'm not going around towards the tents. <laughs> that part scared me. But the thing that makes me a little comfort comfortable is that I'm, you know, kind of large and I know that Bigfoot's got to put a lot of effort to drag me off. Shit, he, he, you know? he wants you, he's gonna get you. He's gonna get he it. He could he's gonna he's gonna like, you know, his back is gonna Stress out a little bit, or he's he gonna be a little sore in the morning, but he's gonna get you. He's he gonna make that Ugh, noise. <laughs> and everybody wake up by that, See, I'm five three, I'm a little bitty. Nah, man, he's gonna pick me up, take me like a child. Right. Gone. <laughs> gonna, hold gone. Me, gonna hold me like a kid in his arms, like a baby. But not all of them are bad, though. See, mm. there's. A report from a, a, a guy that I know that lives out there on that side. He was going to work one morning. Mm-hmm. Early morning, he saw a little kid walking in the middle of the street. So he's like, what the hell? Where's your mom, dad? You know? Uh-huh. He's, and, and he had to call the cops and everything to get him out there. And, and, and the little boy kept saying that the bear man was taking care of him. That the bear man. And this kid had been missing a couple days. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, the bear man take care of him. So the kid got was being taken care of by by a Sasquatch. Oh man, that gives me chills too. Now, now, now maybe it put him in front of that car. You know, my friend's car or that guy's car when he heard him coming down the road, just so you could find him. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's a, and so that's like, actually a, that's a miss- good uh like film. Like you could do a good film of that. You know. I'm just right. Hey, we gotta make our we gonna make a movie, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know if you're into the missing four one one stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that kind of deal going on where people, where kids, uh, if they if they find them, they say some bear took care of them or or something, you know. Ooh. You know, and then uh, my friends out in New Mexico, she. She had a, a report where a little girl came up missing where the family had, where, where they were driving through this area and one of a Bigfoot ran up behind them and they were kids were sitting in the back of the truck and they grabbed a little girl and, and took off. Snatched the little girl right out of the back of the truck and it had some other, other kids in there and they were freaking out. So So what happened know, to the little that. girl? She just left? She was gone? She's missing? She's missing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> called her because she's kind of like the Sasquatch lady out there. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Brenda Harris. She's out there in New Mexico and I've had some adventures with her out there. Um, I could tell you one real quick where we went We went out squatching and, and out there they, they have uh, where they throw, like, you know how we got tree knocks out here because we got a lot of trees? Mm-hmm. Over there, what they do is they throw a big rock in the river. So we went to this one spot she took us to, and uh, I never been around a beaver in my whole life. Mm. So, um, we, we're here, we're sitting there quiet, and, and we're hearing splashing and walking around. And then they get this night vision camera or written uh, like binoculars or whatever. And I'm looking through, and it looked like a head was just chilling in the water, mm-hmm. like it, like it just looked like. 
I don't know. It was weird. I was like, and it would look like it would turn around and kind of slightly look at us because of the eye shine. Like, oh, hell no. If it's just sitting in the water, I said, light them up. Light them up. Everybody got flashlights. And we turned on the lights. And sure enough, it was a beaver. I was like, man, I uh, thought this was. I'm dying to see my second one. Uh-huh. And and so she, I was like, oh, it's just a beaver. And, and I get a little grouchy when I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. So getting super duper cold. Here we go with that cold again. I didn't realize I didn't like cold. But, <laughs> so they take me to this other spot. And she's like, yeah, we've had a lot of uh, reports out here on this part of the river. And I'm like, oh, God, another beaver. <laughs> what we need. And then so, so you know, I'm trying to be cool, you know, because this is not our area. And we're trying to, you know, these are our friends and stuff. But mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to be in a warm bed. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing out here looking for Bigfoot? Freaking Bieber scaring and, the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they, one of the guys throws a rock, a big rock into the river, and they say, wait. And you know how it's dark, but you can kind of see silhouettes and like a trees. And yeah. So I could see back of the truck because I just don't want to walk anymore. And I can see some trees on the other side of the river. Mm hmm. So these guys, they throw two more rocks. And I'm like, man, there's nothing out here. Come on. And by that, at that time, at that instant, I heard like some rocks going through some branches. Oh. And then big rock comes from the other side of the river and lands right in the middle. Oh, the whole thing. I was like, oh, shit. Light them up. Light them up. I turned the flashlight on Uh and you four or five uh, different eyeball you know sets of eyes going in different and then there's this one that's just sitting there staring like yeah that was and i was like oh "Oh." there's about four of them across the river let's get out of here dang he's like you know we're here and don't be throwing shit in my river no more And you're in our you're in our territory. Don't come over here throwing rocks. We don't know y'all Texas boys. We don't need know to roll y'all. Stop throwing rocks. Wow, dude. Ooh. Yeah. And so we stay out of uh, now. Brenda Harris. I don't know if she still has her own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. If she does, you need to check it out. She has all kinds of crazy stuff going on on their property. Ooh. She had a big foot through the window, just like that one. Oh, she has a video similar. Then she has all kinds of weird ghost looking stuff walking around. She has this what it looks like a she calls it like a dog with no head flying around. What the stuff hell? like that. Just stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. All, I heard so much of that out there. You know, I didn't know what to do with half of the stuff they told me about. I was like, oh what? Yeah. And uh so I'm like, well, I, I knew that there was other things, but I mean, these people were telling me stuff that just you would never think I had, of. You would never think yeah, of. Yeah. Sense, you know. Um, so yeah, I slept out in her on, on her property, and I was trying to sleep with one eye open because I was like, "Man, I want a ghost dog, headless <laughs> ghost dog fly around." I don't know what ghost poop on my truck. I don't know. Yeah, ghost pee on your on your tires. Yeah, <laughs> and it'd be like ectoplasm. <laughs> Like Slimer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> need that, but 
Yeah, so in the, as soon as the sun came up, we we started that truck and headed back to Texas. Yeah, I would have left that <laughs> night, shoot. Mm. Man, that's oh, crazy. that was just one of many. I got a bunch of crazy stories of New Mexico. I'm trying to spread it all out so I can have content, but yeah, wow, sounds like I need to go back to New Mexico and do some crazy stuff over there. I want to. Really? I, I need some experiences. I need. I need. I say I don't know how I would act if I ever saw Bigfoot, but that's like meeting your celebrity. That's like meeting my, like my favorite, you know, artist or whatever. To see a big one, right? I think, would be, like, the ultimate, I can die happy, I'm good. Like, that would be it for me. Now, you uh, being a police officer, I mean, that's kind of a, a jackpot right there. I'm sure that there's other guys that had stories or experiences where, you know, I'm sure they don't like talking about it because I know that a lot of police, I know a police officer, and I think he had an, a Bigfoot experience, mm-hmm. but he down when I start asking him about it he just like does not want to talk about it mm-hmm. and his wife told him he did that's how i know and he just don't talk about it he and he was out there in, in a trinity area mm-hmm. for a while and i think you know i'm pretty sure he ran into something because he wants us to he, i could tell he wants to say something but he doesn't want to say something you know he's just like mm. yeah yeah well i don't know i i mean i've uh, seen stuff <laughs> excuse me, not as a police officer, like when, you know, I've had my own, like, my own paranormal, you know, interactions that I, you know, as a police officer, you know, as a person who, the person that I am, you know, you try to logically think, okay, what the hell was that? How can this go? You know, you try to think of every single explanation because that's what we go through logically. That's how I break stuff down. I'm trying to figure things out, come to an investigation, you know, like that's you try to really just break yourself down like okay what did i really see but in actuality you're like holy crap i i did experience something that is paranormal it is out of the norm like it's something different something you know i wouldn't be able to tell you what it was you know and i think you know not a lot of people say that cops are like you know a hundred percent true you know because there are cops out there who could lie or whatever we're normal human beings but you know, as you know, we're supposed to be everything we say is is true. Everything we say is, you know, to the best of our knowledge, this is what occurred. This is what happened. You know, take it for, you know, as 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 you want to. But, you know, I don't know. I would want to see it. I want to experience it at least once, maybe just to say I did. I don't know if I would want to talk about it. <laughs> I'd be like that guy, you know. Maybe, you know, I feel like that would really mentally alter my way of thinking, you know, with how the world is, you know, my whole life got turned upside down because you you see something that, you know, it's not supposed to be real. Yeah. And, and there had, I've, there's people that, that had experiences and they change, they, they go into a depression because they can't talk. They feel like they can't talk to nobody or they go into to drinking or they go into that, you know, people, yeah. I've heard people, ever since that happened to them, they haven't been the same. Yeah. You know? But also and as I'm like, just, you know, police officers, we see stuff on the daily pretty much that would probably cripple, you know, other people, but because, you know, this is what we see. I mean, we see death, we see violence, we see destruction, we see things that normal people really couldn't possibly comprehend with their, I mean, with their, their brain, you know, you kind of, 
but you know here we are we see it every day and we deal with it every day we kind of have to stuff it down deep inside and just go about go along with our normal lives like nothing ever happened you know yeah so sometimes maybe maybe that's what he's doing he's like you know trying to cope with what he saw you know that's what we do you just kind of just shove it down don't talk about it don't don't say anything about it because it's you know you got to kind of just stick through it with yourself yeah and i kind of gave him the if you ever want to talk about it mm-hmm. let me know and you know because i told him what happened to me and he just kind of sat there with this look on his face like you know what <laughs> like contemplating do i do it do i say something no nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say nothing because i've always noticed uh if i if if I talk to somebody and tell them what happened to me first and, you know, tell them how I felt and what, I, you know, everything I went through, mm-hmm. I really get, you know, a good story back or a good experience mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I actually have a friend who saw a dog man. Oof. Is it that guy yeah, that you were I, talking about, uh, you were talking with on your podcast, Mike? Is that his name? Mr. Mike? No, no, Mike. Uh, he might, he's, um, he's had experiences with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. My buddy, Mike, mm-hmm. and I've known him for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, great dude. Um, yeah, I loved his bit. His, his piece was he, his little, I loved him. I loved hearing what he had to say. Just, and even like my wife was like, Oh, he has such an amazing voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's uh, such a good accent. I, I do show with him and you know, uh, sometimes I get compliments on my voice because I, I got that voice for radio. But when oh, you yeah. see me, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now you got that. You got that Mendoza look. You go with this stud muffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but when, he, when he, me and him were doing stuff together, like, who's your friend? Who's your friend? He sounds he sounds gorgeous. And then I show him a picture and like, damn, he is gorgeous. <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, Mike, that's my boy. We always help each other out. He's got a, a thing he does. He does a a bunch of podcasts. They're on Blog Talk. I have to send you some links. But yeah. he does stuff. Uh, Adam Davis. He's kind of branching off to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to have him on here a couple of times. You know, because he's good. He's a good guy to talk to, especially about weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you ever want to get him on your podcast, let me know. I That's probably should, I probably can on there, you know. Yeah. He's he's got a lot of cool, uh, you know. He knows a lot of history. He knows a lot of good stuff. Where he was talking about, I think it was the Devil's Hook print, something. I heard that a long time ago somewhere, mm-hmm. and I asked him about. It. He knew everything about it, mm-hmm. so that was cool. You know, he's just like a encyclopedia and stuff. A like knowledgeable that. man, yeah. So, and he's got like, a lot of theories and stuff, especially about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So who's the who's oh. the guy who saw a dogman? Because that's that's something. Was it? Oh, I think Mr. Mike was saying something about how the dogman was real. I've never I've heard of the dogman. <laughs> Excuse me, but I never knew. He's saying that it was like it. The dogman is like super vicious and violent. I never knew that. Yeah, uh, I've heard the same thing because when they first started popping in on a radar, me and Mike were always talking all the time, and we were always like, well, maybe there's a different 
uh, subspecies of Bigfoot where it has a longer face, more maybe more baboon-like, you know, mm-hmm. and people are, are trying to, you know, we're trying to make sense of what already doesn't make sense, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, people were reporting an actual canine animal that would stand up, a werewolf. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, wow, now I got to deal with this? <laughs> I'm and I still go out there by myself, and I'm like, "Hey, when it, if it's my time, it's my time." And hopefully, it rips me to shreds where they ain't got, you know, where the casket can be a little smaller, you know, <laughs> get some of that meat off. But you know, it's you know, but for 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 somebody that I know to actually tell me and and in, in detail, I'm gonna have him on uh, here in a couple weeks because I sent him a. a an invite, you know, and told him I wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's legit. Mm-hmm. You know, when he tells the story, it, it brings the chills. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I can't I like wait for that one, though. Yeah, that one should be out soon. Um, but, yeah, if anything crazy ever happens, you know, and then you want to come, I can get you back on here and and tell us about your experience, you know, or you talk about it on your show, and uh, you know, tell us about your show again. Oh, um, yeah. So, like I said uh, in the uh, very beginning, my my show is called Ghost Don't Eat My Ass. <laughs> uh, it's basically just like um, we talk about a lot of paranormal stuff. Me and my best friend Lindsay, and uh, we just I kind of look up things that, like I said, she doesn't really know much about a lot of stuff. Uh, and I don't mean that sounds terrible, but I don't mean it like she's dumb. I just mean like, you know, she doesn't know as much. Um, not interested. In yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she's had a lot of paranormal experiences like herself. Like she's dealt with like um, different, like she's seen things like even at our police department, um, she's seen things. And, um, but yeah, so I, I put together, I wanted to do a little thing. I, I look up different um events or like different myths and legends cryptozoological things or like haunted places and I kind of just like go through you know what they are um who's seen what like the last episode we had was the Akigahara uh, forest which is in Japan and it's a suicide forest and she didn't know anything about that like she didn't know what it was she didn't know so you know we kind of just like a learning thing and then I try to like scare her (laughs) I try to yeah they got all kinds of crazy stuff going out there. I think there was a big like uh, earthquake or a tsunami or something, and then after a while, they were having like where like taxi drivers would pick somebody up and they would tell them take me here, and then they take them there and they turn around. There's nobody there, and it turns out it was a ghost of someone who had died mm-hmm. in one of the uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Out oh there. yeah, no, they have a lot of crazy crap and freaking. Asian countries, Japan, stuff like that, Korea, South Korea, North Korea. I mean, it's just crazy, like, the the stuff that they go through. And it's a lot of it's, like, I don't know, like, traditions they have. It's, like, it's just crazy. But, yeah, so we, we talk about, you know, like, just certain certain things. And it's not really anything specific or anything like that. But um, we are going to talk about, like, our personal experiences because, like I said, like, I've had personal experiences with things that I can't tell you what the hell it was um and she has two so we just kind of go off each other and just bullshit yeah that sounds like it's gonna be good oh yeah but okay so i'm gonna give you a little 
I'll give you a little little snippet, little preview. Um, when, okay, so um, we stay here, and it's a little <clears throat> middle of nowhere town in Texas. Uh, we're like, I don't want to give. I mean, I don't know if I can give exact location, but no, um, yeah. So, uh, like I said, I'm. She's my dispatcher, so she stays at the police department for her 12-hour shift, and usually we start from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., you know, all by herself. She's in there alone, and usually there's at least three officers. I mean, I'm telling you, we're a small-ass town, (laughs) so not a lot of people are, uh, like, in our department, police department-wise, like, patrol officers. Like, we have, like, maybe six altogether, and we have, um, you know, our sergeants and our corporal and stuff like that. But so every, every night, you know, we have like maybe two officers on, on duty and we're out and about doing, you know, stuff on the street, running traffic, making, you know, taking calls or whatever. And um, so, but our police department has been notoriously known for like having creepy shit happen. Like we have the upstairs, it's a two-story building, old, like it's so old. I don't know how long this thing has been. I mean, it's falling apart. Like that's how bad it is. Um, wow yeah it's 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 pretty decrepit and um so but on the top second floor is our municipal court and we also to have uh two holding cells they're not jail cells they're just holding cells you know if we get somebody and they're you know we keep them up there for like traffic tickets you know we can arrest them for traffic tickets to stay up there but anyway so we had um one known death as far as i know he hung himself upstairs in the cell and so you can like hear doors being slammed, gel cells or the, you know, the cells being slammed and it's like old, old cells. Like, you know, like the ones, like if you go into like an old, um, like jail or whatever, you know, that really raw, you know, like, I don't know how to describe it, like raw iron. I don't know. Like, but, like Western style. Kind of. Yeah. It's and like, I'm telling you this, this place has like been there for God knows how long. I mean, not Western, but it's been there for a, for a long ass time but oh, okay. I mean, you'll hear um like cell door slamming you'll you know like just i mean and it's to the point where we have a dis uh the supervisor dispatcher she's been there for a long long time so she's always said yeah no that's the ghost you know you just gotta tell him you know leave me alone and they'll leave you alone um but like so she was telling me this one time and i've had like i've had experiences there you know like weird stuff that I can't explain and she said one day and it still gives me the chills like thinking about it I was training one of our officers we were out it was just me and him that night so we were out doing something and she was in the police department you cannot get into the police department without any kind of you know you have to have a a lock a key key fob you know you got to buzz yourself in or whatever well so we're out and about. She's by herself in the dispatch office. And she said um, how she was sitting in the dispatch room. Uh, there's a window to her right. And you can see in the window, it's like a, one of those mirror windows. Like you can see, you can see back. Like you can see yourself back. Well, mm-hmm. she was like eating and she looked to her right at that window. And she said she saw me. Um passed by the door into dispatch like I was trying to scare her because like I said I scare the shit out of her all the time like I'm constantly like you know trying to you know sneak in and like scare her without her knowing 
but she, you know obviously it wasn't me I wasn't there but she said she saw me like she saw my uniform she saw what looked to be me and like the the thing like was crouching down as if to scare her was running by and like looked as in to see like her seeing it and like Ooh. it like scampered off like you know like it saw that she saw it so it ran away and she said i remember her calling me or uh no 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 she she said that she heard us go out on traffic like we called over the radio well, my rookie called over the radio saying we were going to be out somewhere clean across town. And she was like, if I, if he's calling out, he's somewhere, then I have to be with him because I'm training him. So she was right. like, shit, Sarah's not here. Like, she's not here. So she's like, who the hell just passed by that looked exactly like, I mean, this thing was wearing my uniform. It looked like me, she said. And Whoa. yeah. So she said she was freaked the hell out. So she like ran to the door real quick. You can close the door because it was wide open. The door is open. So she closed the door really quick so that it couldn't, whatever it was, couldn't get in. And um, yeah, so she was, she was telling me when I, when I came back to the office, cause she, as soon as we like finished what we were doing and got back that we were clear and ready for service, like she called me up and was like, dude, you need to get here right now. Cause I just saw you run by and she's like, and I don't know what's here and I don't know what's trying to get me. So, oh, man. yeah. And so when she, when she described it to me, I mean, this the fact that this thing looked like me scares the shit out of me. Like it gives me the freaking chills, dude. That's not the first time she's seen something that looks like me though. So I don't know what's going on. So then I looked up, you know, like doppelgangers and shit, you know, like supposedly there's another twin, evil twin like you or or a spirit can manifest to look like you. And I'm like, maybe that's Mm -hmm. it. Maybe that's it. Because she's, she's seen me once before. Like, I don't know. But that was creepy. When she told me about that, like how it like was, it looked like it was me trying to scare her and that it saw her see it, you know, like, oh God. Wow! Yeah, because yeah, that's that's crazy right there. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, Ooh. she yeah. After that, after she told me that, I was like, well, we're gonna be going. <laughs> we'll see you later at the end of the shift. And she's like, dude, you're such an asshole. You're leaving me here by myself. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna be in there, but I'm... right. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm. You're on your own. You on your own, girl. If it's going, if that bo- if that booty gonna get eaten by some ghosts, it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, that's kind of the stuff that we talk about. So please, anybody who is interested in some more spooky shit or whatever, um, look up Ghost Only My Ass because we come out with the episode every Sunday. And now, Facebook page, uh, the Big Dog Random Show. You're more than welcome to post uh, there. Okay. Um, it hasn't really taken off yet. It only has a couple members, but you know, I don't want to be one of those people that invites a bunch of people that don't want to be there. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of let it grow on its own. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, more than welcome to post there too. Oh, hell yeah. I will. I will. <sighs> yeah. Hey, so. It's been an hour and I want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your stories and man it was fun chopping it up with you we got to do it again 
Yes, uh, for real. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, I love talking to you about this stuff, man. This is good stuff. It's a good time. Right, right. So you know, we can do this. Uh, I make it a regular thing. You know, uh, where you come on and talk about the doppelganger because we want to know. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know shit. I don't want to know no more. <laughs> I do. Hey. I mean, it, it'd be cool if you can, like, catch it and, you know, teach it to be cool, you know, and that way you can be at two places at one time, Oh, you sure. know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you go do, you go do my laundry or, or no, you, you go do the meetings I don't want to attend to and I'll just sit back at home. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. But I have to shut it down because I think it only does, like, an hour and some change and then it shuts off, so I don't want All that right. to happen. Thing All happened right. with the... So maybe we'll get you back on, and uh, well, we definitely. Uh, okay, well, hit me up. I'm free whenever, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> thanks for coming on, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Big Dog Random Show, and we'll see you later. All right, y'all be safe. Peace.